0: Welcome back to Anything Is Doosable, I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, and my next guest is a former teammate of mine. He led the San Francisco 49ers in sacks this year, was dominant in the trenches. Welcome to the Man Cave, my guy, Eric Armstrong. Eric, man, how are you doing? Doing
1: good, man. Happy
0: to be on the show. Yeah, I'm glad you're coming. I know you're a busy man. It's Super Bowl week, you down here in Miami. I know there's a lot you could be doing, so we really appreciate you. Coming on and talking with us for a little bit.
1: Oh no, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, Miami's super nice. The weather's, weather's nice out here. I was just headed to get something to eat, but you know I had to stop on the show, top it up with you for a minute.
0: Already, yeah. That's exactly why I moved here in the off season, bro. Right? You can't beat this weather. <laughs> <laughs> for real. All right, let's get right into it. I mean, let's go back. To, to some of your earlier years in your playing career 2016 2017 you had some fluke injuries and you know you're a first round pick so a lot of people were saying man he's, he's injury prone and all this and that but you've proven the last two years when healthy you're one of the best defensive linemen in the nfl can you explain did some of that fuel your fire the last two years going in and, and playing every game and being healthy and playing through all that adversity that you had in the beginning of your career
1: yeah, man, uh, all the adversity, you know, just makes this year that much sweeter. Um, you know, going through those ups and downs, uh, but always staying true to myself, believing in my, myself and continuing to work on my craft. Um, you know, it, it makes this year you know, so great for, for me and my team to be in this Super Bowl. You know, we faced a lot of adversity, I did as an individual, uh, but also as a team, you know, losing a bunch of games and uh, a lot of hard-fought games, t- close games that we end up losing. So. Man, this year it makes it that much sweeter. Um, you know, I have my family support. Uh, you know, from my family, my fiance over these years. You know, through the ups and downs, and um, just continue to work on my craft. And you know, uh, I got better and better throughout the years. And the tough part about the injuries is, is uh, you know, you definitely want to be out there, but uh, while being injured, you know. You're you're missing out on those, those game experience and, and getting out there and, and getting in the rhythm and I think that was that was the biggest thing uh, for me that kind of you know slowed my progression was just not being out there to you know get those game reps and, and play and get better and work on my craft and um, you know so God bless me, you were good healthy these past two years and you know I've been able to you know
0: play some good football. Yeah, speaking of working on your craft, I happened to see a video of today you and DeForest Buckner getting some extra work in on on the off day Ex- explain what you guys were doing today and then I think it just shows a testament to to the focus you guys really have that even on your off day Super Bowl week you decided to get a little bit of extra work in
1: yeah you know I've been uh, I've been training with my with my uh, fast rush trainer uh, Mark Hall for, for a few years now and um, you know I'm off season but You know, I wanted to really hone in on what we've been doing and uh, take a different approach this year um, from the aspect of of, uh, more day in and day out. Uh, So, you know, I hired him in the off season and I hired him all season. And, you know, we do extra work uh, about four times a week, uh, film and um, handwork and and stretching, mobility, um, also, you know, exercising and lifting uh, on some days too. So, um, you know, he's been great for me all year. you know, helping me, you know, we come over with game plans, break down break down offensive linemen, uh come over with a rush plan. And then, you know, I just go out there and try to execute it to my best uh, best ability on Sunday. And um so, you know, this week being Super Bowl week, nothing's gonna change in my routine. I'm gonna continue to do what I have been doing all year, and that's uh me putting in uh, extra work uh, on my off day, um, you know, watching film, uh putting our game game plan together and uh going out there and trying to execute it. So uh, that's that's what I've always been doing and,
0: um, you know, going to continue to do. Definitely, and, and it shows this this year. I mean, you, you were amazing. You led the, the 49ers in sacks. But sometimes it's almost like you're the forgotten man on that defensive line. You should have made the Pro Bowl. I was really disgusted. I thought you and DeForest Buckner definitely should have been, you know, starters in the Pro Bowl. And uh, funny story is I saw on your Instagram post you, you put put up an iconic scene of, of money-making Mitch from paid in full you know and i kind of seen that everybody has seen the paid in full money that you're you're about to be on some real i don't want to say murder but on some murder stuff because you didn't (laughs) get into the provo just just explain just explain how it feels like i said after all the adversity to to come back lead the team in sacks and almost be like the forgotten man because you don't get the credit that you truly deserve
1: oh man you know it, it is what it is uh you know, that's a, that was a, a dream of mine, you know, to be to be a pro bowler. Um, but shoot, I'd rather be in Miami than be in Orlando any any day of the week. No question. Um, <laughs> you know, we're in the Super Bowl. Got a big, you know, biggest opportunity in my life and football-wise here. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, you know, I worked hard. Um, you know, I did my thing this year. Um, you know, but that pro, uh, you know, pro bowl and that wasn't in, you know, in the plans for me. And uh, shoot, it is what it is. Um, mm. I'm here at the, the Super Bowl, you know, a big-time opportunity to, to put on a show and uh, help my team uh, win a game and, you know, really be legendary and be be remembered uh, for the rest of my lives if we're, you know, able to accomplish it. So uh, that's all I'm really focused on right now. And, um, you know, that will be what I'm proudest about when I look at the season is uh, our team's success and, um, you know, fighting to win the championship. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. I think anybody would take going to Miami for the Super Bowl instead of making it in Orlando to the Pro Bowl. But like I said, I think you should have definitely, you and Defoe, definitely should have been starters in, in the NFC in the defensive line. Let's just talk about the team chemistry. And, and we'll go back to 2017 when I was there as your teammate and, and what Kyle and John have brought in, brought in the right players. And just talk about that chemistry you guys have built up that helped help you make this run to the Super Bowl this year.
1: Oh, man, uh, I think that's the most important part of our, about our team is, you know, how close we are, the brotherhood we built, uh, we truly play for one another. Uh, we're ego out there. Everybody's having fun, uh, celebrating for each other. And, uh, you know, I think that's the, the makings of a great team. When you got a close-knit group that plays for one another and uh, is talented and works hard, you know, the sky's the limit for that group. And I think that's what we have.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we've we talked about, too, let's talk about the defensive line as a whole. What makes this group so special? I mean, besides having the first-round picks and guys that can, you know, Play multiple positions because a guy like you can go outside, inside. Uh, D Defoe has played some outside and played inside. Even D forward is coming inside and rush. So just explain what what makes your group so special. And, and a guy like Sheldon Day, who maybe doesn't get the credit, kind of like you, that does a lot of stuff for the defensive line too. Man, uh, I
1: think that's what it is right there. We're just we're just complete group that um, you know you can't key in and focus on just one guy and even when our second unit comes in they're not really a second unit you know they come in and make plays and you know there's been i never I haven't really stressed this year because it's like on any given you know any given Sunday like I can go in a game and get zero tackles and still be think we're gonna win you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. there's no pressure on each individual um, it's, it's one common goal and that's going out there Playing as hard as we can, playing physical, playing violent, stopping the run, and then getting after the passer. And uh, we have all the pieces. It's just us to go out there and do it. And uh, we've been doing it at a high level this year. And uh, I'm just blessed to be, you know, a part of the D line, and you know, play, try to, you know, try to win a championship with them uh, on Sunday.
0: Definitely. Let's shift gears to some of the players on your offense. Uh, George Kittle, to me, who is the best tight end in football, and Jimmy Garoppolo, who doesn't get a lot of respect. What makes these two players so dynamic and starting off with George Kittle because me he's the complete tight end can run block and actually enjoys run blocking which is very rare in the NFL today especially with the tight end almost being like a receiver
1: yeah man uh, George is special uh in the in the run game and in the pass game um you know he can affect the game so many ways like you know he'll have a big impact on the game with uh, low receiving numbers or you know what I'm saying? He, he, he can go out there and, and light up the scoreboard, too. So he's special. Um, you know, the best tight end that I've been around, you know, for sure, or I've had the opportunity to play with. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he, he's extremely special. Also, you know, Jimmy, you know, since day one, he's came in and brought and uplifted our team, uh, has given us confidence out there um, that we're in good hands at the quarterback position. And uh, he just, he just makes plays and puts us, uh, our offense and um, situation to be successful. Um, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't hurt our team. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's the main thing you have to do is efficiently get the ball to the playmakers um, and uh, don't hurt the team, you know, and uh, that's what he's been doing for us all year and a um, big part of the reason we're in the position we are.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember in 2017 when we traded for him. I know you had just gotten hurt when we traded for him, but it was just like a, a breath of fresh air when Jimmy came in, his temperament, the way he controlled the huddle, um, I mean, from the first day I tell the story all the time when they introduced him at the press conference before John and Kyle even spoke, he was the first one to actually speak. And usually that doesn't happen. You know, somebody introduces you and you, and you speak, but he comes on and just commands. He commands the team. He commanded the press conference. And I think that just shows what type of leadership skills he has. And to me, it's crazy that people don't don't respect him or give him credit. I mean, this guy completion percentage is up there in the top five in the NFL, especially when pass, passing the ball down the field. And I saw it from day one when we traded for him. I knew he was going to be special. And George, I remember his rookie year, I mean, I would say he's developed way better as a blocker, but as a receiving threat. I remember when he was taking off on cats and camp, and I was like, who the hell is this tight end that's running away from DBs? Because you don't expect it when you come on the field. And then next thing you know, like, he separates from DBs, and nobody's getting even close to him.
1: Yeah, he George is different since day one in training camp. You know he he was special coming in as a fifth round pick he dominated training camp as a rookie you know so he definitely turned turned eyes and everybody was like yo like what's going on like who is this guy
0: <laughs> for real that's, i know that's what i said i was like who is this kid
1: man yeah It's <laughs> so since day one he stepped in and, and has, has been that dude so um and you don't really see that as, out of a lot of rookies and uh he's You know, had an amazing career so far. And, you know, I can't wait to see uh, what he does for years to come.